Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Crack everybody, listen to the Discus Larry Collective Podcast. I'm your host Warren here with Glenn and Daryl, and today we are doing a quick kind of review of WrestleMania Night One. So yeah, before we get into it, anyway, if you're watching this on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and wherever you get your podcast, give us a follow there. But um, yeah, we'll get right into it. Um, the excitement yesterday, I'm not even messing. Oh, at catastrophic, at catastrophic levels. <laughs> I was. Uh, like you can even you can ask me, Mrs. I was buzzing all day. I'm not even messing. At one stage, I was literally just sitting like I was like, up against the bed like that, just leaning, watching me phone. And I'm like, oh, this is just taking ages now. It's around eleven o'clock, and I was like, this is just dragging. And then obviously the um, whole weather thing was trauma. Was that things. because of mania, or was that because like your massive copious amounts of cocaine? <laughs> no, it was I've got to ask. Yeah, no, it was definitely mania. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Let's get on to the first match. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, I, I was absolutely buzzing. Um, and that's the thing I haven't really, even though like the likes of Royal Rumble, I was I was pretty pumped for that and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. But um, obviously WrestleMania, biggest show ever in terms of wrestling. Yeah. Nothing comes close. And then you have the fact that you had fans in attendance for the first time in over a year. Just a beautiful thing, and um, yeah, just so excited for it. And then obviously, yeah, the weather kind of threw, threw everything in doubt a bit with the likes of the delays, fans taking out a seat and stuff. Like I knew it wasn't going to be cancelled. Like realistically, Vince wouldn't cancel it. You know what I mean? Um, but um, yeah, so I was kind of a bit like, oh, it's going to start at two o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be half asleep. But uh, no, yeah, they they started it. The 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 show started. Great moment to open the show with Vince and the whole roster out there, basically saying thanks for supporting show COVID and this time you know it was actually it was a really nice touch to be honest and um yeah some awesome. of them were emotional yeah some of the wrestlers were pretty emotional but um yeah I loved it got goosebumps a bit lump in the throat as well I was like oh Jesus yeah it's deadly that's back now like you know what I mean it's yeah. back in full swing so um yeah it was just just a nice moment to start and then we had a half an hour delay a few little kind of promos off the cuff they were actually all really good surprisingly like and it just kind of shows here you don't always need that script in front of you just let them yeah. go and do it so it looks like Kevin Owens cut a great one stuff like that um, and then yeah you can't be seeing Michael Cole in the poncho as well Michael Cole and uh, Small Joe <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah amongst the fans almost it looked like as me brother said it looked like they were at Slane Castle waiting for uh, Bon Jovi to come out on the stage <laughs> 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 but, uh, oh, we've, all, we've all been there we've all yeah, been there yeah but uh, yeah it was actually it's still that kind of added to the buzz as well it was like oh Jesus not a half an hour after we um, but Robert eventually Oxford in 2010 vibes I thought I was getting yeah <laughs> It was actually pretty funny to see, but um, eventually then the show properly got started and we had Bobby Lashley defend his WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre and this was a banger. delivered. Oh, they absolutely. fucking delivered. Yeah, I'll just touch on what I liked about it. The main thing is the fact that Bobby Mania was in full effect, full swing there, uh, Bobby Lashley going over, loved it. Um, just It was just two, like as they kept saying, two big balls, two absolute hosses in there. 
given it all and like fair balls to them and they kick lumps out of each other and the likes of uh, Drew hitting that massive outside dive and fair balls from MVP jumping in there with an injured knee as well to, to support on that dive it was very it, it all, like with the first match it automatically felt this is going to be big tonight do you know what I mean it felt like everyone yeah. was just going to go above and beyond uh, really liked the match and yeah Bobby retained so um, what about you Daryl what was your thoughts on it oh, it was amazing if you're going to have a, an opener to your first thing back great two of them look just absolute powerhouses and even though Drew lost he didn't he didn't look weak at all mm. so yeah it was a great match overall um, but whoever's going to be facing Bobby next they're going to be eating some mac Oh yeah, big time! Yeah. <laughs> Get an absolute <laughs> pounding off the man. <laughs> it was class though that uh, Drew didn't tap out. It was just more like a referee stoppage as well, which was good. Uh, yeah. And what about you, Glenn? What do you think of the match that open? Yeah, in the wise words of Chris Jericho, you either go on first or you go on last. And uh, you know, I won't even say bell to bell from fucking from start to finish. Theatrics of the entrance. I know we all slagged Drew and the sword. Couldn't couldn't fault it. Looked great. Crowd reactions. He was he was really feeling it. I feel like the moment he lost out on not having the fans last time was rewarded this time round. And um, emphasizing the three future shocks, I thought was excellent. Like yeah. smart scripting for for a wrestling match because the claymore remains protected, so he can go on to continue to do bigger and brighter things. And honestly, if they're gonna have Lashley go on a tear, uh, change his name from uh, Bobby to Bob because it just sounds harder. <laughs> and uh, and let him let him be an act of Lesnar, like two thousand three Lesnar. Or two thousand, yeah, two thousand three, yeah. and let him just beat everyone. Just let him fucking more commit absolute murder. Yeah. Like let him power bomb MVP onto other superstars, and then pin the superstar through MVP's chest. Yeah. With both knees, this okay? Fuck it, just do it. Great, <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he will go on a serious tear now. To be honest, and it's it, it was great to see because don't get me wrong, obviously it would have been cool either like whatever way you spun it. But I'm glad that they didn't just take the belt off Bobby and just give it straight back to. To McIntyre because realistically you want like Bobby's proved himself as well just as much as Lesnar throughout this whole pandemic do you know what I mean um, mm. like the whole business has been the, the thing to watch really on Raw so and that's spearheaded by Bobby Lashley so um, we move on next match was the tag team turmoil match and the winner receives uh, women's tag toilet match um, so yeah there's a few teams in there um, let me see so the winner anyway was Nat- Natalia and Tamina I think Daryl called that actually I think you called it didn't you you said they the were two, the two of us did. Did, did you? Yeah. Or if we, I don't know. Did Darryl, Did you call it as well? I think, I th- I think he did. Nah, I, well, I thought it was going to be Peyton Royce. And yeah. Oh, right. thought, yeah. But the iconics type thing. Yeah. Jocks on that one. <laughs> I, I said it was an Italian Tamina written on the wall, and yeah. yourself, or I think you picked the Royce squad. I picked um, Royce squad. Yeah. I was ha- I was happy to be right on this one just because it was the like logic classic WWE logic booking, but. Um, Definitely happier to be wrong on the force match, but yeah, yeah, like it actually wasn't a bad match. The tag team turmoil, turmoil match, it was, it was a bit like uh disjointed at certain parts. Obviously, I'm gonna get that um with so many teams in the in the ring and uh doing doing spots here and there. But uh, I think the MVPs were actually the Royal Squad. Um, they yeah, yeah they lasted the longest. They kind of and it's good seeing like a tag team actually be a tag team. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then the likes of Natalia and Tamina, um, they've kind of. Insert, asserted their dominance the past few weeks as well so that was kind of great to see and I, like, I'm all for uh, Natalia and Tamina like, I do feel bad sometimes when I see Natalia because she's actually so good and yeah she might not be like have that kind of level of charisma that some of the other girls do but she's just as good as most of them do you know what I mean and uh, it's a shame that like you don't really see her kind of push that way um, yeah. it's almost like the likes of Bret Hart when you think about it 
And um, yeah, it's just a shame. But yeah, fair balls and for winning. We won't go too much into this because, as I said, it was a bit, bit just disjointed. But you know I mean, there was there was one standout in Liv Morgan, but I do feel that she had this pressure put on her from the attention she was getting from being put in almost the spotlight of it. Like the like like do you remember Kofi in the Elimination Chamber? I felt like yeah. that. But it did feel like I was watching a couple of them cave under like the odd fumble and that. Like, yeah, I will, like yeah, like I will say one thing: uh, the Riot Squad's kind of tight team finish editive with the double knees cold breaker thing and then um Ruby Riot jumps off the top of the on that's a savage finisher for a tag team and it looks sick as well even for like Ruby Riot she bends almost when she hits them because obviously the force are coming down it's actually a really good finisher um but yeah like if like if you have any other things to throw in about that match I can just move on if you want to use oh, just hopefully that's the end of the little piglet or the big piglet um, <laughs> no, no, Jack's Shane. No, Jack's. Yeah, hopefully this is the end of them now. Because yeah, like you said, uh, Natalia's great. So mm. hopefully she does get this little bit of a run. And um, yeah, yeah. Hope they take the titles. Yeah, yeah. Hope they yeah. do take the titles now, just to kind of freshen things up a bit in the tag team division. Um, moving on to the more technical side then of the of the night with Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Uh, absolute, yeah. Chef's kiss. My God, these boys went out and tore the house down. Um, the entrances felt big, even if they like the likes of Set Rollins. I know some of his kind of sticks of fire kind of went out, obviously with the breeze and the the rain. Obviously, wasn't ideal, but still looked deadly. Um, Cesaro, you could see the emotion in his face walking down. Even it was almost like right, I've made it now because I think he's been at. I think he's at like nine or ten WrestleManias now, and he and he's he's had like this is four singles match. Do you know what I mean, he's had tag team matches on pre-shows. He's had Andre the Giant Battle Royals, which he won once, but again, it doesn't really hold any weight. You don't get a title shot. You don't get nothing from it. Um. So I think this was kind of like a crowning moment for Cesaro in terms of being pushed forward now into the main event scene. Hopefully, mm-hmm. as I said with Daryl on one of our videos, I think he'll hold um, one of the big belts within the next six months. I honestly do. Um, I think that could be, say, a transitional champion somewhere here and there. But I think Cesaro will. Um, I think as well, both lads, the gear on like on point, that gear looked a whopper as well. Um, but yeah, the, the match itself, savage. Uh like Rollins can Rollins can just perform anyway, do you know what I mean? And Cesaro can, as we've seen, but the like they pure left it all out there, do you know what I mean? And it was one of the shorter matches in like funny enough. But it felt like it went on for ages. And uh yeah, the light Cesaro got the win personally. What about you, Daryl? Yeah, unbelievable. My match of the night anyway. I know a lot of people are saying the women's match. But yeah, that was unbelievable. I think a lot of people were looking for that spot when uh set goes for the the face stamp and then just gets cracked with the the uppercut. Yeah. That was great. And then the spin on the back. My God, like there was I couldn't fault anything out of that match. No, just yeah, unbelievable. And again, another match where Seth, yeah, he didn't go over, he didn't win, but again, he didn't look weak. Yeah, yeah, he looked great. And as you said, that that spin around like on the back with the no hands and all, it's just amazing. Like the chap can do it all, really. You can. I'm gonna throw it out with my young lad now in a few minutes. <laughs> Send him out the top window. <laughs> Uh, what about you Glenn what's your thoughts on the match yeah look it's been a tough week of wrestling matches to follow up you have your Bullet Club reunion you had the fucking the couple matches from the NXT stand deliver uh, absolute stellar matches on those cards as well so to be in the middle of the card you're not main event you're not fighting for a belt you know Rollins former main event I think that was only his second ever loss at Mania as well yeah uh, with the other one being the Orton so I mean having main evented back to back Manias for the belt and stuff and then this lad you know in Cesaro having his four singles match beats Rollins I think it, it carries more weight than 
you initially would see to kind of the naked eye. Um, and then the match itself was faultless. Like, it didn't feel as short as it actually was. It did feel like it went on for, for much longer. And like that, all of the action was in the ring. Like, there was no, it didn't feel like it sluggish ran at any point. And can we just comment 22 rotations on the Cesaro swing? Yeah, my God, man! Yeah, what a what a, what a Swiss Superman he is! <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite literally, it was amazing. I mean, I love it, and the crowd, and it kind of woke the crowd up a bit as well because the obviously they were they popped by Lashley and Drew McIntyre, then they kind of died down a bit. Obviously, there will be ebb and flow. Um, and then obviously with the tag team turmoil match, and plus the fact that you're sitting there soaking wet as well, you yeah. wouldn't really be at your peak again. Do you know what I mean? So that was a great way to kind of get them all back into it. Um, we'll move on now. AJ Styles and Amos against uh, the New Day for the tag team titles. This was just, I suppose, the definition of like a storytelling kind of match. It was really good because they, at first, when I seen Amos walking down and he was in that fine pea coat, I was like, is this man going to wrestle in this? I didn't expect them to be in that kind of shortless, you know, sleeveless thing. Um, class, the way they did, like they teased the tag constantly. And Xavier Woods, what he got, fell around the place laughing where he was like beating AJ in the corner and he just sat roaring. and he's like, this is us effectively cutting off this ring. We are a tag team. <laughs> I was like, that is deadly. Um, just stuff like that, like just basically commentating the match. It reminds me of Booker T actually in TNA where he was on commentary, he took the mic and he ran then he started kicking the shit. Everyone was like, I heard Booker T, I heard Booker T, are you stopping him? Yeah. Stopping. That's what that reminded me of. Um, I was deadly. The match was actually really good because the likes of Kofi and uh, I wasn't expecting AJ to get such a beating, to be honest with you. The man took every move with the two boys and then eventually then he uh, yeah, threw Kofi out of the ring and then they were teasing the tag and Xavier Woods up at the top rope like, don't do it. Don't you do it. And then eventually almost comes in and just proves his worth in about four moves. That's all he had to do. And again, like Darrow was high on him before he even came into the match. He was just like, this chap's going to be something. And he really was. Absolutely oh, yeah. stole the show he did. What's your thoughts on that, Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> you smug fuck. <laughs> my, my man. Yeah. An absolute fucking unit. Um, yeah. I don't know what, what to say about him. Like, yeah, he said four mils. Like, unbelievable. Like, that's the difference of, that's what WWE have been missing. Like, that monster, that huge guy who can absolutely move. He's not like the great Kali. He was absolutely Bed rocking room. around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was great. Um, as well, I noticed as well, the Almas and AJ were on like the kind of face side of the tag Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah, so which is a, I don't know what the crack was with that, whether they were just trying to get Almas over. But if they're going to lose, I can see this going down the route of if they lose the belts, AJ is going to be the one that's going to be eating the pit. Oh yeah, yeah. And absolutely. almost is gonna just flip his shit, and yeah. then that's when he goes on to his single solo thing. career. Yeah. yeah, but he'd say that'd be pretty soon as well. I can't see it lasting too long. When yeah. a man like him, but yeah, great, great. And um, yeah, he he pinned Kofi, like your 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 main former, event, like your, and he just stood him. Yeah, and pinned him. Like yeah. it really was almost volumes about him. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a great moment then. Yeah, for him because. It was literally like the new day doing what they need to do now. Do you know what I mean? They're eleven time tag team champions. They didn't need to hold the belts for long. Do you know what I mean? Now it's their time to kind of pass them along. So yeah, great. And uh, Glenn, what's your thoughts about it as well? Yeah, as we touched on in our in our one of our last reviews, there everyone's favorite superstar of a generation started off in a tag team at some point. Uh, yeah, with one or two as an exception, you know. Um, and almost will be no different. I can honestly see him getting the rub to fill the boots that. 
not even the likes of Strowman or Shaw could fill, or Greg Halley included, which is uh, to be coined almost a giant um, in, in Leo of Andre. As far as booking goes, as far as uh, you know, your storytelling in the match goes, you couldn't have booked a guy better. You honestly couldn't have fucking given them the right the right fucking starting path. If all this goes well, he'll be an absolute main eventer and he can only get better. Like we've seen what big guys can do when they put in the work and uh, we saw, I see him going to the fucking moon. This is classic case of strap a rocket to his hole and he's yeah. he's like, he's young enough to to get some tenure into the business now. Like he's not an old lad. Like he's not yeah. fucking ancient either, you know? Yeah. Great work from the lads and like you said, New Day really sold the match well as well. Yeah, it was Less savage. More. Yeah, realistically, yeah, Less yeah, is more. Sure, sure is. So. Yeah. Quality over uh, quantity and all that. Yeah, quite literally, like literally, yeah, absolutely. Stamped his authority on the match. Stamped his authority on the business already. Um, we we'll move on then. Another big guy then, Braun Strowman against Shane McMahon. Steel cage match. Uh, the build awful. The story going in awful. Um, as I said before, and Daryl, a fifty-one-year-old man. Why is he bullying a seven-foot monster? He'd be crushed. The man would be crushed. He's touching pension age here, like. Um, yeah. But my God, the match actually delivered. Um, was not expecting it. Honest to God, that it actually that was the the shocker for me. That match, the dark horse of the it really league. was. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, it's not a five star match. I'd give it a solid six to seven out of ten if I had to because it did exactly what it needed to do. You had uh, Braun get jumped before he went in. I did a great job then selling his leg in the match as well. That at one stage you tried to do the power slam, had to put him down. He was like, "No, your leg's gone." And then uh, we had. Shane actually escaped the cage and Braun tear the cage wall down which is just never seen it before no. pulled him back in bet the bollocks out of Shane then for another five minutes or so and then just dumped him off the top of the, the cage amazing and uh, yeah like, yeah, t- realistically a 51 year old man probably shouldn't be taking in bumps but he, he is a big match player really like he actually is Shane McMahon he does stuff like that to help other guys for the most part and uh, yeah Braun finally looked like the monster that he is and I put up a tweet taking the piss because he kept saying during the match, he was like, I'm doing this for all you guys who's ever been bullied or called stupid. And I was like, as a gobshite myself, I feel thankful <laughs> for Braun Strowman for doing that. Thank so, you, oh, athletic seven foot, for 300 pound monster for uh, making me feel better about my exactly. five six frame, you bastard. <laughs> Braun Strowman, Prince of the Fools. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good. That was actually a good match, fun. So, uh, Daryl, what was your uh, thoughts on it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was alright for a slate in it so much. Yeah, yeah, it, it was alright. The only thing I'm worrying about now is a lot of nerds are going to start fucking, uh, fucking the bullies off the top of prefabs now when they go back to school. <laughs> yeah. Look out for your big boy Blake because he's coming after you. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, sorry, sorry, go on. Oh, no, that's it. I was just want to say it's good. Yeah, <laughs> what are you going Yeah, it's one match. Uh, like you said, it's fucking awful build. Um, like, I think the best you're going to get out of any Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman match for as long as you will ever live was always going to be a max of 7 out of 10. So, yeah, getting a 6 or 7 out of 10 is pretty fucking good when that's the best you can do, you know? Yeah. Um, thought the theatrics of it were good. Couple of shake-ups on your standard cage, you know, gimmick match type job. And, yeah, it was, it was like, you know, I, I, I don't mind Braun Strowman so much as maybe you lads or other people do. Like, I actually like seeing the whole, yeah, is he the unstoppable monster type thing? Can he go in and get the job done? Uh, and, you know, he, today he did it. He, he backed yeah. Vince's son, so can't complain about that. Yeah, true, true. Um, So we'll jump on to the next match. Tag team match. Bad Bunny and Damien Priest against Miz and Morrison. Uh, 
my god um i don't want to go too in depth on it because i think that could be like a, a podcast or a video in itself just going into how well bad bunny has adjusted to this yeah. but uh he had a really cool entrance with the big semi truck coming in and my god he absolutely tore the house down the fans were on that feet for the chap and yeah. like he was just looked so comfortable as daryl said you pointed out is selling fantastic selling um, this move set as well like I, I was saying to Daryl before we came on I thought it was just going to be a few hip tosses or arm drags but he did a lot more and I mean a lot more <laughs> he uh, like he made a show of the, the Miz and Morrison at certain points which got a pop and then hitting the crazy Canadian destroyer on the outside of the ring which is just mad I know everyone yeah. does it nowadays but still it, it, it held some weight because you're like whoa I wasn't even expecting him to do any sort of wrestling moves at all do you know what I mean so fantastic job from and uh, Damien Priest as well obviously he's a star it looks like a million bucks and yeah, Ms. Morrison as well. Obviously, they did well in, in selling Bad Bunny to us. You know what I mean? In terms of like, oh Jesus, he's making a show of us, or he's actually haunting me, that kind of thing. It just it was great. Um, overall, really fun tag team match. Uh, really enjoyed it, actually. What about you, Daryl? Yeah, it was great. Like, was not expecting him to be like that at all. Um, and just letting Bad Bunny go over on the Miz, um, uh, that speaks volumes about the Miz. Like how just dedicated he is to the business to let a celebrity like that just take the take the win on. So, yeah, the moves that he was pulling off were just absolutely fucking crazy. And it, it's nearly putting half the wrestlers that are out there to Shane. That <laughs> like, guy that's coming in, fucking a singer who's about five foot two, banging moves like that. Yeah. Damien Priest, pants though. Absolute <laughs> Ross Geller's pants fucking painted pink or purple. Incredible. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it was savage though. Yeah. What about you, Glenn? What's your thoughts? Yeah, look, he was kind of taking every word out of my mouth. Um, hot take: the best showing and best match from a non-wrestling celebrity that I've ever watched. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. In fairness, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was just really fun to watch. Like, um, and uh, like me, and my brother, and all were chatting about it and, and weighing and stuff last night. I actually wouldn't even mind seeing Bad Bunny back in here. Whether it's still right. doing that tag thing, actually wouldn't bother me because he's, he's genuinely. Has a, has a love for the, the business, you know what I mean? And fair play to him, he showed it. Um, yeah. It's see. like he's not there for the payday, you know, he's there actually just to be involved in it, not That's just for it. the payday. Yeah, he, he wants to actually prove something to maybe himself, his family, his friends, this, that, and the other, or just to the business in general. Like, right, you, you just brought me in, I'm going to show what I can do now for you. So it's sure, really if, good. Uh, if AJ gets injured, he can team up with Almas. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, what we'll do is we'll move on to the main event now. Uh, we have about six minutes left in this call, so we can bang it through, I'm sure. Bianca Belair, oh, yeah. the 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 crown of moment. My match of my personally, just for how I was saying it to Darrell before we came on, Sasha Banks, obviously a star anyway. She did what Rock did for Lesnar in uh, at SummerSlam 02. This was yeah. the definition of a launch pad victory, and you've built a star in Bianca yeah. Belair. Bianca Belair took everything like in, like through our a time in NXT, through our debut on the main roster she's taken everything she's like a sponge and she just had one of the best women's matches of all time out straight Horde and Sasha Banks tore the house down and the right person won yeah. uh, you had to give it to Bella like you really did Um, it was just amazing the chemistry as well off the charts and sometimes that can obviously go a bit wayward first time actually wrestling each other and then obviously on the show of shows main eventing as well and historic as well two black women doing it for the first time ever and yeah I can't say enough about it it was a five-star match to me anyway. Um, what about you, Daryl? What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a five-star match, hands down. Um, yeah, it's just it's great from Sasha. I know we were saying it before. Yeah, she's after going 0-6. Um, 
but I really don't think she just she cares about that at all. And like how she was happy seeing Bianca getting the win at the end of it after everything was done and dusted. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be great now for the women's division going forward. Having the likes of maybe um, her leading with Ripley, it's yeah. going to be it could be amazing like going forward. So after us slating it now for the last couple of months, this could be the the turning point in it. But the match overall was amazing. We can see her maybe getting told to cut that hair, but that whip she gave second <laughs> bank at the end, my god. But really cut it in two. Mortal Kombat yeah. finisher. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Sinel over here. Like, yeah, the noise of it. I was literally like, that that, can't, that has to be piped in. And then I watched it a few times. I was when she... <laughs> yeah. yeah literally like, I'm like, running after you with kitchen hell. Yeah. <laughs> with a slipper. Give me that. Um, but, uh, oh, whopper. Um, great match. And the emotion beforehand, obviously, Bianca, the second she was announced, she couldn't stop. Like, you could see she was... Visit- it wasn't upset, obviously. She was just so excited and it's that kind of oh, I've made it so it was just it was amazing to see and what about your thoughts on it Glendon? yeah I'll keep this one nice and short one of the most well deserved well earned um, in hindsight well earned main events of any mania I, I put that in terms of the performance in terms of the showmanship in terms of the everything I'd put that leagues and bounds above most of them big match feeling main events that I've seen the likes of Rock Cena and stuff absolutely leaps and bounds above all of those uh, Belair deserved the time and the spot and a match like that has got me excited for future prospect matches I, I am I'm left wanting more it was honestly I'm gonna I'm gonna throw caution to win there and I'm gonna say in terms of what those women can do in a ring I think it was match of the week which with what we got for the entire week that's very fucking hard to say considering they didn't need weapons and tools and gimmicks and gimmick matches and fucking, you know, non-referees. They didn't need any of that shit. It was just good quality wrestling. And uh, it's got me excited for one particular prospect in the future uh, with the week we've had, and it's Shiroi Belair for the women's title, maybe even next year's Mania, which would be easily the greatest women's match of all time. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was very excited for that match. And uh, yeah, excellent work. But women fucking deserve five stars each. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd well agree with that. Bring Shiroi to the main roster. Horan Bianca Belair can tear the house down. In fairness, Shiroi and anyone. Money! Yeah. Money. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, amazing. And I think, uh, yeah, it was just, I, I can't even say enough about it. You know what I mean? Maybe one day I'll, I'll find the words to it, but I don't know. It just felt, it felt monumental to me just sitting there watching it. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. you are literally witnessing history. Do you know what I mean? And eclipses it, Becky two belts and all that. It, it literally Absolutely. does, like yeah. yeah. And it's as I said, it was the a launch pad moment then for Bianca Belair as well. Like in Fairball, Sasha Banks, they had an absolute barnburner. And it is the likes of say what Hogan did for Warrior, what um what did I say? Rock did for thing, uh Brock. So what Triple H did for Booker T oh wait, sorry. Yeah, of course not, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Triple H get the shovel out. We're um we'll leave it Have there. We, we won't go too much we, into that. Sorry, go on. I know the, the the last thing I was only gonna to touch on was like can we can we like say more props for like what the two women put together in so far as I'd say Banks could our Owen six record could honestly take the moniker of Mrs. WrestleMania and it would be it'd be just as earned as Michael's was with his straight record. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Again, it's not about the wins and losses, it's about what you do on that stage in that ring, and that that's exactly what she's proven again. Banks is a star, be a be better now up to the moon now at this stage so yeah so that's uh... I think just before we go I think just with after I know at the start of Wrestlemania when they were all out on the stage and how they were performing I think with certain Wrestlemanias there was hit and miss matches and you, you always get them 
yeah. not even with live events. But last night, I think every match, every superstar was just absolutely, there was like a fire lit under a hole. Yeah. And I genuinely think with the fans now being back, and I think this COVID, in, there's no fans there, nothing. I think this is going to be great for wrestling at WWE. I think it was taken for granted having fans there. Yeah. And now that it was taken away and now it's back, I think every superstar is just going to absolutely bust our balls um, week in, week out now. So I'm really looking forward to shows going forward. Like just, yeah. just normal raw smackdowns, I say the, the matches are going to be stellar, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Nail on the head job there, yeah. I uh, cannot wait now for night two as well tonight. So that's going to be a stormer as well. Um, we've less than a minute here on this now. So we'll just wrap this up. That was our WrestleMania night one recap review, whatever you want to call it. We all loved it, as you can tell. Um, yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, as I said at the start of the video, subscribe to the channel, drop a comment, let us know what your match of the night was and what you thought of the show as a whole. If you are listening to this on your podcast platforms, give us a follow there. It really helps us out. And then on social medias, let me see, D Discus Laria on Twitter, Discus Laria Collective on Instagram. And then until tomorrow, we'll see you soon. Take it easy.